We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is January 18th. It's 2019. And we have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Uh, it's not Will today. I know it's been Will all week, but um, joined by my good friend, my bearded brother from another mother. Grant, how are you doing, my friend? I am I'm doing fantastic. Had a little internet issues and had to run into the office. For some reason, I have an office. And now everything's all squared away, and I'm ready for a fun day of basketball. Yeah, it's been a uh, you know it's been a bad week for me. I just roster construction. I've been on the right plays, looking at like the guys that I've had written down all week, but my roster construction is just off this week. So um, I'm ready for it to be Friday. Yeah, well, we've all been there before. We've all had everything right and then everything in the wrong places. So I mean, it it seems to sw- figure itself out every time you have a pod with me. So hopefully, hopefully help out. Yeah, here we go. Um, ready to crush it for sure. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. They have a bunch of stuff going on here for NBA tonight. They have a fifteen thousand dollar pick and roll, twenty five dollar buy in. They have their high dollar stuff. They have the low dollar stuff. They have stuff for NHL um, and NFL. They got their NFL championship games up for this weekend. They have a $5 buy-in, a $25 buy-in. So all kinds of different buy-in points and price points to buy in here. So if you guys haven't checked out Fantasy Draft, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. FantasyDraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links on the Roto-Grinders website. That way you guys get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. So seven games. Not the biggest Friday slate here, but... um, I like this slate. I've already already looked at this slate, and um, it, it's it's one of those pretty straightforward. A couple games that are really going to be the games of target, and then a few games that I, I just don't love. So let's get started with Brooklyn 
Visiting my Orlando Magic, 216 total. Brooklyn favored by one. Crab and Dudley are out. Mobamba is questionable. Um, I just realized this is the front end of the back to back. I'm going to the Bucks game on Saturday, and now it stinks that I just realized that they're playing on a back to back against Milwaukee. And it's probably going to be a blowout. But anyway, um, what do you like here for Brooklyn? I mean, uh, Russell is always very much in play for GPPs. Is an all right matchup for him, and he has a chance at 60 any given time here. Um, and then Jared Allen's coming off a pretty good, few pretty good games and great game against Houston, obviously. Uh, I think those are the two main guys that go with. And then Carroll, like you said at the beginning of the, the pod, uh, there's just so many good games on today's slate, or there's a few really good games on today's slate, and then a few spots where we can go with some value plays if you really want to. So it, it's mostly just those three with Russell, obviously being the great GPP player. Yeah. You know, it lived up to the expectations on Wednesday. If Russell doesn't have a good game, Dinwiddie has a good game. If Dinwiddie gets going, they don't let Russell play. So frustrating if you were with me and you played um, D'Angelo Russell the other night, but you know, I, I agree. I think Russell's in play. I don't mind Jared Allen. His price is starting to catch up. Uh, he did have an amazing uh, matchup against Houston with PJ Tucker starting at the five. It's not going to be the case here with Vooch. Um, and then, you know, like you mentioned, if you want to go cheap, I don't hate Carroll. I don't love Carroll, but I don't hate him. Um, expecting Rondé Hollis Jefferson to play. And um, I'm guessing he's going to be on a minutes limit still. So I think Carroll still gets, um, you know, a good majority of the minutes here. Uh, what do you like here for the Magic? I mean, Augustine is a fine play going up against Russell. De- Russell defense is not great. He's not terrible. Same thing with Fournier. I mean, obviously, I'm going for the big guys. I'm going for Vuce, who's probably one of my favorite centers on the board. He hasn't been fantastic of lately, but he still has that huge upside that we saw just a month ago. And he's going against Brooklyn, which I make uh, just every single time a center plays Brooklyn, I play him. And the spot's going to be no different. I mean, 9400 is a decent price tag on today's slate, but I don't really care. He was priced up just that much earlier this month, and so I'm going to roll with it in a fantastic matchup. And then Gordon, I mean, taking four against Brooklyn has worked out pretty decent, too. He's not nearly as high on my priority list as Boost, but this could be a potential 40, 45-point spot for him. Yeah, Gordon has massive upside on just about every slate, but yeah, Vooch is the play here. You know, he's the guy that has the upside. Brooklyn, not great against centers this season. So definitely like this spot for Vooch. Uh, Fournier coming off of a, a, a pretty solid uh, shooting game the other night, shooting, you know, 47% now in three straight games. I think Fournier is worth a look. Uh, I still think his upside is pretty limited here, but I don't mind, um, you know, Fournier in the spot at 5,500. But yeah, outside of that, like, you know, DJ Augustine's always one of those fringy type value plays. Uh, I don't hate him. I don't love him. Um, I don't really think I have anything else to add. They've been giving Briscoe, Isaiah Briscoe, more minutes, but he's just not very good. Um, so I'll have to see how that plays out and see if he can adjust to playing in the big in in the NBA. Um, that's all I got from this game. Let's move on. Memphis at Boston, 206 total. Boston favored by 10 in this game. Kyle Anderson's out. Let's start with Memphis. Is there anything you want to play here for Memphis? No. No. I mean, maybe Justin Holiday, if you really want to take the value without Anderson in there. But I mean, he got 20, he was averaging over a point per minute in the last game. So I don't know if that will really continue with him. Like, realistically, 
this is pretty much an entire cross-off game for me. Yeah, you know, Justin Holiday got the start, and everybody got excited that he was going to start, and then, you know, he still only played 17 minutes in that game. So until we see Justin Holiday play more minutes, I just it's just not a spot that I'm going to go. If I'm going to play anybody here from Memphis, it's probably Jermichael Green. He's gone for over 30 fantasy points in three of the last four games. He has the upside here uh, at his price in this matchup, and he's really the only guy – that I have slight interest in here. I don't really like this Marcus Saul spot. I don't really like Mike Conley in this spot. Uh, Conley has upside at 7K. He put up 49 fantasy points the first meeting um, against this team. I, I did have a note to say that. So um, let's talk Boston. Is there anything on Boston that you like here? I mean, Kyrie did just put up 53 against him last time. He has, like, he's a guy that can get it done in any matchup. Like, literally fast pace slow pace good defense bad defense he's a guy that is always on the tournament for radars i don't know if he how far up that list he is for me tonight um but he, he's definitely in play still i don't know if he's a great play but he's in play yeah i just don't see myself you know playing Kyrie at 9k and it could burn me and he's been balling out but i just when we look at this slate, we're gonna we're gonna like the two late games, the the Lakers game or not the Lakers, the Clippers game and the and the Trailblazers game uh, with New Orleans and Golden State. So, you know, uh, it, it's just I, I'm gonna like those games more, and I just for me, I don't see myself playing Kyrie because of that reason. Yeah, no, that's entirely understandable. He's just I was I was just dean him, just just throw like ten percent of him in there, pretty much every single slate, and move on. There you go, Dean. It is. Um, another game that's not that sexy, Miami at Detroit, 207 and a half total. I promise there's games that we like on this slate. The last three games are really, really solid. Um, I guess three out of the last four, but yeah, Detroit favored by two in this 207 and a half total. Gordon Drogic is out. Tyler Johnson is questionable. Um, let's start with Miami. You know, I, we talked about Bam last podcast and, you know, he, he had one of his worst games in a long time. Uh, what are you doing with Miami here? I mean, I'd say Winslow is very much in play. His price tag still not that bad. I mean, it's higher than it's been for a little bit, but he's still paying off that price tag almost every single game here. This isn't a bad matchup for him at all. So, uh, like, I still don't mind. Like, he's a guy with a bunch of upside for his price tag. And then Whiteside, it's, it's never really a great idea, but um, maybe he gets some more run because of Drummond. Like, there's a potential spot where that could happen. Uh, but also, I guess you can take a look at Bam. Maybe Whiteside gets into trouble. So, I mean, that, that that's pretty much it. Mostly it's just Winslow for me is the guy that I'd look at. Yeah, if you played Bam the other night, uh, like Will and I were talking about on the podcast, I think this is a spot you go back to the well and, you know, you hope that you get the game that you were hoping for the other night. They're going to need Bam's size in this game. Uh, I think he, I, I think he's really the interesting play here. Um he just he had a terrible game the other night, and I expect a nice little bounce back spot for him. So I, I do like Bam in this spot. Uh, definitely don't mind Winslow here, especially if Tyler Johnson sits. I think uh, Winslow gets a nice little bump. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's. It'd be interesting to see. Um, it'd be interesting to see if if Dion Waiters gets more minutes if Tyler Johnson sits. I don't know if I necessarily would take a shot on this slate, but it'd be interesting to see if he does get a bump if Tyler Johnson's out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, at some point, I'm going to miss a good Waiters game. Um, 
but I'm not going to sit and waste my time with waiters until that happens. So yeah, I'm, I'm just, it, it may cost me one slate, but I'm going to take the wait and see approach with waiters. He'd be like that. Um, he'd be like a good, like Fandle punt, like play. I'm sure he's min salary on Fandle and you can just punt him away. Punt him away until he has that 45 point night randomly. Yeah, if he um he gets that finally finally that game that he gets like twenty twenty five minutes, but um what do you like here for Detroit? Um, Griffin Drummond, that's it. I mean, this isn't an especially high paced game. It's not that good of a defensive matchup, so it, it's those two guys. Just pretty much how it always is. I don't think I'd go with Jackson here. He's priced about where he has been, but this is not the not a great matchup for him. So I don't really want to just take twenty three points on this type of slate in a non-correlation spot. So uh, it's, it's, it's just rum and Griffin for me, and they're not even that high up on my list. Yeah, I definitely don't hate Blake in this spot. I, I think I'd play Blake before I'd play Drummond in this spot, but, you know, to each his own, they're, they're always kind of a flip of coin. I don't really typically – typically we don't see them have big games together. It's, it's one or the other. So um, I think I lean towards Blake here. Um, uh, again – we're going to like some of these games, starting with this one, San Antonio at Minnesota, 225.5 total. Minnesota favored by one in this game. Covington and Tyus Jones are out. Uh, San Antonio is good to go. Let's start with the Spurs. What are we looking at here on San Antonio? I mean, DeRozan's fine. Aldridge is fine. White's fine. Forbes is fine. Patty Mills is fine. All these guys are fine plays. I'd say that DeRozan and Aldridge in this matchup are probably – the guys I would want to go with one or the other in all likelihood there. Um, but this is a spot where you can get a guy at probably each different price range. I mean, we're looking for a little bit of salary relief. If we want to stack up the later games, I think Mills can, can chase kind of what he's been doing lately. He's priced at 3,800 and he's been averaging what 23 points a game for the last eight, last six. Um, so I don't mind that. I don't mind for and Forbes and white are both guys that could potentially crush their value here but it, like i don't i don't know you you say it's a great game i'm trying to get excited about it but i think it's just not even anywhere close to the two late games is a thing it's better than the boston detroit games <laughs> and it's it's yeah it's uh, yeah, you know that, it, you know that's that's more of what i was getting at like you know, you mentioned some of the cheaper guys. I like Forbes. It was really, um, it was really good to see that Forbes still played over thirty minutes with Rudy Gay coming back the other night. Uh, so I think Forbes is a safer option. Um, I don't think he has tremendous upside, but I think he has enough uh, floor slash upside here that you know you look at him at forty four hundred. So I don't hate Forbes. Um, White's price is kind of right where he should be. He needs to have a stellar game to you know, kind of pay off his price tag, which I think he could do against Minnesota. And then you mentioned DeRozan and Aldridge. DeRozan at 78 seems pretty cheap. Um, I can't remember the last time he was under 8K. Um, so I think DeRozan is, is surely in play here for tournaments. And he's eventually going to have one of those, um, you know, double-double games where, like, he's been just getting so many assists that, like, a double-double game is coming, a big game is coming. So I, I do like DeRozan for tournaments here. Yeah, the last time he was under 8K, he went for a triple-double versus Toronto. Fun fact. Shocking. He went for a triple-double against Toronto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Narratives aren't real. Um, Minnesota, what are we doing here with Timberwolves? 
I don't know if I want to go with Wiggins here. I mean, San Antonio just isn't a great matchup for him. Towns is always very much in play, although I think I prefer Voose on today's slate, so I don't know if I'll actually end up with too much of him. Rose is fine. Honestly, I'm I'm not going with too much here either. So, <laughs> like, I, I guess I just have so much exposure to the late games, and I like a few of the studs, or like a little bit, a few of the studs in the earlier game. But these last three games are probably where I'll end up with most. Realistically, you can just put all your guys in over on DraftKings between 9 and for the 9 o'clock game and the 10.30 game, and you can just figure out your lineups at, like, 8 o'clock based on what other people are doing. Yeah, for sure. I like Rose for tournaments. He only played 22 minutes the other night, and people are going to look at that. They're going to get scared off, but they were getting absolutely shattered by the 76ers in that game. I think he plays closer to 30 minutes here. 5,900, he has, you know, 40-point upside in any matchup. So I, I do like Derrick Rose here. But outside of that, you know, I don't even love this spot for, like, Taj Gibson, even though they've been giving him run. Um, it's just – I am I don't really love the Minnesota side. I like I like the San Antonio side of this game. I don't love the Minnesota side. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I'm just not a huge fan of both. Like, I'm all right it, – it's kind of like Detroit. I'm all right with a few of the guys. They're not going out of my way to roster them, but if they fall in the right price range and they're the last piece in, then, yeah, I'll throw them in. But I'm not stacking this game up, I don't think. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, Moving on. Bad joke. Cleveland at Utah, 214.5 total. Utah favored by 15 in this game. Tristan Thompson, Nawaba, Kevin Love, Larry Nance are all out. Exum, Rubio, Nato. Thabo, Cephalosha, Tabo, whatever, um, out as well. Man, oh, man, this game is ugly. I've been playing Mitchell and Gobert a lot. This might be a spot that I get off of them and really look for value, but what are we doing here with Cleveland? Uh, with Cleveland, I mean, that, that's the thing I'm trying to figure out. With both Thompson and Nance out, it makes it a little bit interesting here. So, like, we saw Zizek when Thompson injured or in the last game go off for a decent game and same with the blossom game. Um, they're super cheap. Like, do they end up playing that much in the blowout? Possibly. Do they end up playing that much in a not blowout? Probably. Um, I think I'm just going to take a shot on those guys and pretty much just bits and pieces from the Cleveland side of this game. And chances are I'll probably end up with a game stack with Mitchell Gobert and then three pieces from the Cleveland side in case this game somehow does stay close here. Uh, but I, I think this is where you look at to find your one or two value pieces if you're stacking up the late games. And even if you aren't, there's still a decent amount of value in this game, even though they only have a hundred total. Like I, I gotta assume that like is Blossom game and Zizek's gonna be chalk today. Maybe. Yeah. It, it yeah, could what... happen. Like I, I think people might get scared off on the blowout, but I think they play in a blowout like it's tough to say like these two teams played um, at the beginning of January and that game did get a little ugly. Um, I think they won by tw Utah won by, I think 26. Um, yeah. But they had Thompson, they had Nance and they played those guys down the stretch in the fourth quarter, even in a game that wasn't staying close. Like, so you, you kind of have to think like these guys are still going to get minutes. If this game gets out of hand, like Rodney hood, probably gets his minutes sexton burks um like these guys are gonna get minutes and they're all just so cheap like you know if burks or one of these guys 
you know, hit their price, like, you know, it, it's really just like with Thompson and Nance out, I just don't think this is a situation I necessarily want to overthink. Yeah. I mean, there's just like, there's not enough guys that they can throw in in the four and the five. Like who? I don't know. There's, there's someone's going to end up what eight Xing, 10 Xing their salary here. Like one of the cheaper guys has pretty much has to, and you're not probably not going to be able to win the slate without one of them. I have to. Say, I mean, that this is just a first look here, and maybe I'll talk myself out of it by tomorrow. But I, I gotta assume that one of these guys is probably going to be a key piece. Yeah, I think it's um, Zizek and Burks, maybe Hood. Like they're just so all just man, they're all so cheap. I mean, Blossom game is thirty three hundred. Cameron Payton's thirty five hundred. Like you just kind of try to like think about who's going to play in a blowout situation too. I mean, but they're yeah they're down big, so I gotta assume one of the three of Zizek, Blossom game, Fry, if not two of the three, are going to be in the game at the end. And you don't think it's going to be Fry like in a blowout, right? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Fry regardless of a blowout. I mean, he only got ten minutes. I mean, he didn't. He hasn't played in a few games, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta assume that he. You know what? I'm probably just gonna lock in Zizek and Blossom game on the slate and just hate myself. Although I don't, I, I, don't I, I was just gonna say the last game that Fry played was the New Orleans game, and that game turned into a blowout, and he didn't get any fourth quarter run in that game. But the game before, two games before that, was against the Pelicans. It was a blowout, and he got run at the end of the game. I think, but I don't um, think he's going to. I think it's going to be the Kamblosk game. <laughs> the fifth. That was on the second half of a back-to-back. And he played a little bit in the fourth quarter of that game. But they, they played T- Thompson down the stretch, and they didn't play Zizek in that game. Yeah. So it, it's tough to say. But, yeah, I think, like, it's it's hard to, you know, at 3,700 not to play – Zizek and like you said, um, Blossom game so cheap, so cheap. I just want to keep saying his name over and over again. (laughs) So yeah, those guys are extremely cheap, and it's going to free up a lot. Um, What are we doing with Utah Mitchell Gobert? Like if this game stays close, these guys absolutely crush. But if it doesn't, you don't get any fourth quarter run. They're not cheap. I mean, if I'm locking in Blossom game and Zizek, then. I'll take shots on Mitchell and Gobert. I mean, it's just real simple. If the game stays close, then Gobert is going to have a field day with Zizek. Um, I think I'd be more apt to use him than Mitchell because chances are if Cleveland stays close, that means that Utah's not putting up a whole lot of points. And in that scenario, Mitchell's probably not doing a whole lot. But, I mean, I think Gobert is the first guy you want to go to just because it's such a mismatch going against Zizek and Blossom game and Channing Fry. Gobert's... I might play Gobert even without Cleveland guys on the other side, just because in three quarters in this type of matchup, like realistically, he could still get it done. So I don't know. That, that, that's just my thoughts. Like, no one's going to be able to really stop him too much here. Uh, but Mitchell and Ingles, like, if you want to stack up this game, it's basketball. It's a 15 point spread. There's a that means, like, it, it has to be within 15 points. Like, they have to win by over 15 points in order to cover, obviously. That could happen in the last five minutes of the game, or it could happen in the first five minutes of the game, pretty much. So there's always a decent chance in any game, regardless of the spread, that 
it could be close at the end of it. So it's worth taking some shots because it is just an incredible spot for Gobe. Yeah, I definitely don't disagree with that. Um, I like Jay Crowder here on, on, as a cheap play. You know, they played him down the stretch in a in a game that wasn't close the other night against the Clippers, and he's been getting good run here. So I definitely like this spot for Jay Crowder. I like Royce O'Neal. He's another guy that I think that is pretty safe minutes-wise, uh, whether or not this game gets closer or not. You think this game is going to stay close? I think Kyle Korver at 4,300. He's been playing solid minutes, and he just keeps chucking threes. Um, oh, gosh, I forgot revenge. Yeah, a little bit of revenge in this game. Corver, Burks, um, Hood, right? Yeah, I forgot about Hood. All right, wow. How did we entirely oh, – I'm dumb. I thought yeah, about it. I just, I, They've played each other already once, so I didn't really like – I mean, they played each other once, but there's a game where they're two top – or three top pieces, if you include Love, are out. So, I mean, this is the type of game where they're like, all right, you can go wild here if you really want to. Yeah, that's true. They'll, they'll get more run in this game for sure. But um, Monkey Knife Fight, if you play over there on Monkey Knife Fight, this might be a game you look at for, like, the three-point range because, you know, Corver's been hitting a bunch of them. If you can mix and match with Corver, uh, it's certainly a prop that's interesting. Also, do the second-half props and essentially take the unders on the over-unders, assuming it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the, the two 10-30 games. Obviously, these are the two games that a lot of people are going to be talking about here today. Golden State at L.A. taking on the Clippers. 242 total. Golden State favored by six in this game. It was really nice to see Draymond Green back in form the other night, not turning the ball over, getting assists. He's had two big assist games in a row now. Uh, what are you doing with Golden State? I mean, we're good. I feel like we should talk about Boogie for a good 30 to 40 minutes, right? No. Um, yeah, I wonder what What do you think his man's limit's going to be in this game? Obviously, we haven't heard anything about it. I assume there's what... been no talk about it whatsoever. Um, I would be very careful with him. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea to be careful with him, but obviously, this is a game where they're only favored by six. It's a high-scoring game. If Boogie's in the game for 20 minutes, um, potentially I could see him being in for a big game. I mean, we've seen him go for 50 in 29 minutes, and he's just priced at 5.5K. I know there's going to be some rust. I know that his Achilles is uh, out. I mean, if he's going to be highly owned, then just stay away from him, I guess. I mean, I, this is a first-look pot, obviously. Outside of him, like Durant, Green, Curry, Thompson are all very much in play. I mean, we have a 240 spread here, or a 240 total here with a six-point spread. So the Golden State Warriors have a 123 Vegas total. They've been crushing it lately. I think Curry is the main guy they would look at. He's the most likely to go for 70 in this type of matchup. But Durant, Green, and Clay are all very much in play. And if you really want to, if you think if we get some minute clarity on him, um, then Boogie could be in play too. Yeah, we'd have to hear something on minutes because the Clippers have struggled with centers. So if what what type of minutes would Cousins need to play for you to play him? Low twenties. So if they're like, if they come out and they say his minute limit's going to be fifteen to twenty minutes, do you do you fire him up? I might t- I might take a ten percent shot on him, but also, guys, something to keep in mind: the first three games are trash. Um, we'll probably get news on it. If we don't get news on his minutes restriction, we might get news before the 9 o'clock game starts. Um, 
So, like I said, all everything you want is pretty much in the last two games. You can have almost your entire team to go before this game actually starts. And so keep in mind over on DraftKings that, like, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have some boogie contingency plans if we don't hear anything about it. All right. Um, I, you know, Curry is certainly somebody I'm looking at here. He just – he gets hot. I thought he was going to bust the other night, and he, he went off for, like, 23 points in the in the third quarter. And when he gets hot, he just gets hot. It's it's phenomenal when Curry gets hot. So um, Curry, Clay are my two targets here. I like Draymond. Durant's probably the guy I like the least, which means he'll probably go off here. But um, I don't even hate playing Durant and Curry together if you think this game's going to stay close and you want to run it back with, like, a Harrell or a Lou Williams. Um, what's your thoughts here on the Clippers? Um, Harrell is probably uh, – Lou Williams is probably my favorite guy to run it back with, um, followed by Harrell, but I don't – obviously don't mind – Tobias Harris or Gallinari here. Um, but like Lou, Lou's the guy that I really want. He's six seven. He's got a shot at 50 in this type of uh, matchup here with this implied total here. So Lou is like the guy that I absolutely love and will bring it back with every single one. And then you can mix and match Harris, Gallinari, or Harrell along with him because if they're going to put up 117 points in this game, like their total is implied, or if they're going to win this game, then those guys are obviously going to have something to do with it, but Lou Williams is by far and away my favorite guy to go with this game. Um, yeah, Lou Williams and Harold, my two favorite plays here. Um, man, I wish I would have played Lou more the other night. I talked about him being too cheap at sixty-one, and he went for forty-one. He had a really good game, um, and that game didn't really stay close, so he didn't get as much run as he probably would have had that game stay close. So I really do like Lou here. He's averaging. 40 fantasy points in two games against this team already this season. So the upside is certainly there for Lou Williams. Um, let's move on. Last game on the slate, New Orleans at Portland, 233.5 total. Uh, Portland favored by three in this game. Mo Harkless is still questionable. Uh, let's start with New Orleans. What are we looking at here on the Pelicans? I mean, Davis is one of the top plays on the entire board. Obviously, he could – he should end up being the highest scoring guy on the entire slate. Uh, Drew, Randall, Niertich, and Peyton are all very much in play, but I think the main guy I end up targeting here is Davis. But this is going to be more of a game stack spot for me. Um, but I'll play Davis regardless, especially if I end up locking in Zizek and Blossom game. It gives you an easy amount of money to either game stack stuff or to pay up for Davis here. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if I have Davis in every non game stack lineup I have on tonight yeah davis is definitely um i feel like the top play on the slate uh, i do like him a lot the other guy um that i don't mind playing here is miratic he finally got some minutes back the other, last game against golden state played 29 minutes if they're gonna start giving him closer to 29 minutes he's a guy that can get hot from three-point land like he did the other night and um finally got to you know finally had a game where you know, his scoring kind of came back. So um, if he gets rolling here, I definitely want some interest or I have some interest in Miratic. Yeah. I mean, I think they were playing with the three. I think they had, they had Davis, Randall and Miratic in there towards the end of the game because Miratic was shooting so well. So he could end up with more time this game. Yeah. I like that call. I mean, his price tag, I forgot that's only five, nine because he was out for so long and he just hasn't done anything lately. Um, so yeah. And you, you talked me on to him. One game, maybe one game late. Um, 
Give me your thoughts here on the Portland side. You know, is Lillard like a, a guy that we that might like go a little overlooked here just because of the slate? I mean, I don't know. I guess he is kind of in that. Like the thing is, he's in that same range as a lot of guys that aren't fantastic plays. So I think a lot of people will end up like throwing in Lillard at the very end of their lineup build because he's in the kind of the same range as like Drummond and Griffin, just slightly less than Kyrie. Like he, he's he's near a, a price point with a lot of guys that are just not the premier plays on the slate or on the premier games um, before or the premier game before him. So I could see that he's not going to be overlooked here. Um, I'll still end up playing quite a bit of him just because it's a nice up-paced matchup and they got 118 implied total here. Um, but it's mostly going to be Lillard, Nurk, and McCollum. I mean, I'm going to have a bunch of money to pay for stuff because Blossom Game and Zizek, and those are the three guys that I'd end up – I'd almost always bring it back with Lillard, but then I'd probably throw in Nurk along there with him in game stacks. Yeah, like Lillard is a guy that I think like I, I might play Lillard over Curry and play like Clay and Draymond or something along those lines. Like I think Lillard could have a monster game in this game. So if I'm playing Davis, I definitely think I'm going to run it back with uh, Lillard. If I'm looking to like do a little mini game stack or um, whatnot, but yeah, I like the like the Nurkic call as well. Um, any other thoughts on this game? No. No, just again, remember on DraftKings, you can to have everyone in the right spots. It's more important today because of all the late game stuff. Man, I feel like we cruised through that. Um, there was like three games that were just so uninteresting. We like cruised through there. But let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for the weekend. Uh, give me your favorite game to go over or under. Um, I'm going to go with the Cleveland game to go under. Under. Yeah. All right. They might not score 50 points in this game. Um, I think said, I'll Portland, I, I got, I'm going to take the over in the Portland game. Yeah. Um, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X. I mean, do you want Blossom Gamers? Is it because I'll take the other one? I'm going to take somebody else. Ah, nice. Taking Zizek. Am I being overzealous on him? I, I no, I think he's the right play. Tomorrow. Like he 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 would be my like if I wasn't gonna be like a contrarian and just be contrarian to be contrarian, then he would certainly be the guy. Um, I'm trying to decide which one of these two that I want. Um, give me, give me Rodney Hood. Smart move. Uh, give me your over eight K, not the five X. Who's your bust on the slate? There's not a lot of options up here today. Let's see, over at K to bust. Oh, gosh. Mitchell. All right, I'm going to take Kyrie. He's Kyrie's definitely not going to be on my radar today. With Lillard in this price range, Curry a little bit more. Um, Favorite 6X play on this slate? Blossom game. <laughs> <laughs> Grant is living the chalk life today. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm hoping enough people have been burnt by Cavaliers this season where they'll go under-owned. You know what? I think Lillard's going to have a big game. Give me him to go 6X here. 
I like it. Um, that's it, man. Weekend is upon us. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, if you guys play on Monkey Knife Fight, I have a video with picks coming out tomorrow for football. So watch that if you want or don't. Doesn't matter to me. Should watch it. Yeah. All the monies. All the monies. On that note, we're gonna get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys on Monday. Good luck in your contest, and we will see you then. Take care.